Welcome everyone to On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast, where we talk about Microsoft stuff on a podcast. Uh, we are back uh, for a brief moment. Uh, <laughs> we didn't want to leave you too long without Microsoft news. I know you're probably getting it other places, but now you can get it from the sources that you really enjoy. Uh, I am your co-host today, Kareem Anderson. I'm joined by the world's greatest co-host. Arif Bacchus. Yes, we are glad to have you back, buddy. It's been a long time, and uh, I'm sure, just like the audience, I missed you. Um, but we're here to talk about news, and in the way of news today, we have our first topic, which is Halo Infinite campaign launch. It's been the biggest news of the week, and for justified reasons. Uh, the next thing we'll be talking about is Windows 11 Notepad, which should uh, make Mary Jo Fowley happy. Yes, and lastly, we'll be talking about the Windows Insider Build 22.518, which brings uh, a few new features. We'll kind of go over them. Uh, it's been a light news week. It'll probably continue to be a light news week, uh, roughly until after the new year uh, in January. So uh, we will scrounge up what we can for you guys and uh, try and do it as entertaining as possible. Uh, we also have a fast recap, uh, which we'll be talking about a few things like uh, Google bringing Android to windows and then we're also talking about a windows 11 crippling nvme ssds <laughs> always gonna mess something up don't you microsoft uh microsoft apparently is offering use uh users with pirated office versions half off microsoft subscriptions because they want you to be paying subscribers makes more sense for them and then i'll let you get to the surface duo 2 news in that segment yes yes we have some surface duo new surface duo 2 news and then we have uh, some stuff about you guys. Uh, we sent out some polls, so we'll go over those and see what the results are for some of that stuff. And then we have a little bit on the week ahead. Not a lot, because again, like we said, it's going to be a very light week. So we'll be talking about uh, productivity in Windows 11, um, Edge on Chrome OS, which seems like a weird possibility. And for those of you with the Surface Duo, like myself, recently got one, uh, whether or not we'll be getting our Windows 11 update next week and if not next week maybe next year <laughs> but that being uh, said let's get into halo infinite shall we yeah halo infinite finally launched uh this week i think it was uh what was it was it wednesday or was it thursday wednesday i believe yeah, yeah it was wednesday and it, this was one of the most anticipated uh xbox games in quite a while and it launched uh the campaign uh that is launched on xbox uh, pc and xbox game pass and also on xbox cloud gaming and the multiplayer mode is completely free to play as you guys might know but the campaign is sold separately for 60 dollars uh, as a dlc on the microsoft store steam but uh xbox game pass subscribers can play it for free and uh, we we had a review of Halo Infinite's campaign, and our our, our editor Laurent he said that uh, Halo Infinite's campaign shouldn't disappoint most hardcore uh, Halo fans. Uh, he says it is the biggest and most ambitious Halo game since 343 Industries became the lead developer of the franchise. And for the first time in the history of the series, players will be able to explore Zeta Halo between the main story missions and some of Master Chief's abilities, such as the new grapple hook, are also upgradable. Yeah, uh, they, you know, we it was a bit of a controversy in 2019 when they kind of showed uh, what's now become the internet's favorite, one of the internet's favorite memes, the Craig uh, monster. Um, and, you know, Microsoft got kind of laughed out of the building for it. They've taken their time, uh, taken a year off uh, or a year back to kind of 
add all the details, all the light tracing, ray tracing, and all that kind of stuff. And it's become a really beautiful game, uh, even for multiplayer. We also took a, re- a roundup of reviews. Uh, reviews came out on Monday, game came out on Wednesday. So in between that time period, uh, I believe we went to Metacritic and there were about 80 something reviews. And at, the, at that point in time on Tuesday, the game was sitting at around an 86%. So I mean, it wasn't quite 90, but it was, very, it was doing very favorably favorably for uh you know microsoft's big first party release and i think it's the biggest one one for this generation uh two probably for like the past five years or so combining both the xbox one and uh xbox uh series uh launches uh with that being said um you know like i said most people were talking i guess generally about um how nice the game was put together uh the story itself uh, which includes a new pilot, I believe, a new mini Cortana is what a lot of people refer to uh, this new AI as. Uh, hey, Master Chief going kind of back to its roots. And then um, some of the criticisms of it were that it became uh, kind of repetitive as far as some of right. the stages themselves. Uh, just that, you know, while it is beautiful initially, once you get into like, you know, your uh, fourth or fifth room of, you know, kind of scourging for uh, enemies or for, items, things like that, it just, people felt like they kept running, they were running around in circles. They'd seen a bunch of the same stuff over and over again. So, uh, and that that there were some bugs still. I mean, no game, uh, unfortunately, no game is being launched these days that is perfect or without its flaws, Uh, but they weren't day one uh, stoppers. I don't think there's a need for a day one overhaul patch or anything like that, but there are things uh, that people did point out uh, that you'll encounter uh, throughout the gameplay. But all in all, we give kudos to the 343 team uh, for hunkering down and delivering a great game uh, in within their time frame. I mean, it may not have been everyone's original time frame, but it seems to be doing very well. Uh, I have it downloaded. I haven't played it yet, but I plan to hopefully when I get some time this weekend. Now, I'm not much of a Halo fan, but uh, like our writer, Laurent, said... Oh, that's uh, Warhammer. His, How could you not love it? <laughs> in, in, his, in his review, he said that uh, the single-player campaign on... For, it should be able to attract a first-person shooter enthusiast because it's free to play for Xbox Game Pass members. So there is a catch there. It might not be for hardcore fans, but it is trying to push up those Game Pass subscriber uh, subscriptions. Yeah, and uh, I mean, to that end, it's not on our list here, but we have some news coming out of Sony, which is predicting that they will have in 2022 at some point a Game Pass version alternative themselves, which is ironic because I yeah. believe they started off with their own version. Yeah. Uh, they were first out of the gate in 2015, I think, or something like that, with a service that is very similar to uh, Game Pass. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they obviously kind of let it flounder, but uh, they will be coming, again, based on rumors and, and predictions, with their own version of 2022. So there is something to Game Pass. It's it's doing well uh, for everyone who kept saying it. You know, what, you can't maintain this. Just enjoy the games for right now. <laughs> we'll let Microsoft worry about the uh, dollars and cents uh, on that end. And we invite you to read our Lorenz review over on, on Microsoft.com. He put a lot of work into this. This is one of the most in-depth reviews of the game that we've seen. And he's a very good writer, so give him a click and check out his review if you're curious about what Halo Infinite is all about. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much, Larry. 
And why don't you get us into this new Windows 11 notepad? I know you and I were just talking off camera about, do we really use notepad to care enough about this upgrade? But apparently for people like Mary Jo Fowley and people who actually use notepad, it's getting a huge quality of life update. I know. Uh, she may be keeping track of versions of notepads in her notepad, just like Cubic <laughs> would. But uh, for those of us who are unfamiliar with it, version 11.211.64.0 is the newest version that offers more themed, uh, I mean, thematic uh, updates. So if you uh, are used to the you know stark white, blinding white background of notepad, you can now have a dark version, which will match the rest of your desktop if it's a dark theme. Uh, it also has a new settings menu uh, that will really drop you into what looks like the uh, more modern start uh, settings menu. So you uh, you have your uh, gear icon at the top right, I believe, top left of the screen. Uh, when you go into the settings version, it'll drop you into uh, the mo more modern uh, Windows 11 settings box. Um, Notepad will also allow you to use, uh, again, a light mode still if you're interested in that. Uh, in addition, uh, Microsoft will be rolling out other visual changes like rounded corners, uh, the mica effect uh, for light mode. Other changes will, uh, for Notepad will also include a redesign, find and replace experience, and multi-level undo. So again, uh, for those of you who make use of Notepad, and, and uh, when I say those of you, I'm probably talking to engineers. I believe that uh, coders and engineers use Notepad pretty heavily uh, just because it's easier to place all your lines of code and see them um, and see every comma and dot and everything that needs to be in there in notepad so i hope you guys can make use of that uh for the rest of you i will see you with sticky notes where that's where i <laughs> that's where i'm at and uh this version of first version of notepad the new notepad that is it does have some known issues so if you're hoping to use it as your word processor or your daily driver just keep that in mind and we have the full change log for this uh new version of notepad over on our website so again check us out there and give us a read if you're curious as to what is new and what is changed in this version of notepad yeah we should just note that microsoft is very slowly changing and getting around to updating its inbox app so um if you are an insider please go to the feedback hub and let them know uh in mass which next uh, inbox app you would like them to start working on. Again, we had clocks, we have paint, which again, I'm using the new paint. I think it's amazing. Notepad. Notepad. Oh, there's photos. Photos app and the also the new media player too. And the new media player, exactly. So, so they're going one, one, one at a time, slowly one but surely. Exactly. Uh, which leads us to, yeah, uh, what Microsoft is updating in the whole package of Windows. Well, so we will have an update. Uh, I believe was it Windows 11 Insider Build 22518 just rolled out yesterday and then re-rolled out again today or something, was it? For a cumulative update today for that build, it's just the one of those testing the pipeline kind of builds. Yes, and what does it bring with it? There is a lot that is in this build. There's a new voice access experience. There's also a new... Uh, a new experience in the taskbar uh, where your, your news, uh, well, not news and interest, your widgets get moved towards the left of the screen as the as a weather icon. And there's also a new spotlight collection, uh, which is basically pulling the Bing wallpapers over to your desktop. You can just right-click an icon on the desktop and change your wallpaper every day if, you, if that's something that you would like to do. Those are just some of the big features. And there's also a new 
voice uh, voice access, which is all about uh, allowing people with mobile disabilities to control their PC and author text with their voice. It's all about making Windows 11 more accessible for everyone. Yeah, uh, so, you know, again, even though we're getting into the lighter months of Windows engineering development, uh, they are still pushing out, and I'm assuming these builds have been probably sitting in the pipeline for a while. They're still pushing out stuff. So uh, up until, I, I would assume, next Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest, we probably we might get one more build right before that. Uh, and after that, don't expect a lot out of it. You know, just sit and kind of relax with whatever version you have, unless it's uh, something that's going to break the system. <laughs> then hopefully Microsoft, someone's still in the lab that can push a button to revert things. Um, what else do we have about this build? I think I think you were the one who showed me this tweet from this designer who suggested to pin the your favorite widgets in the taskbar. What do you think of that idea? Yeah, hopefully we'll have some B-roll kind of walking you through this, but it was a great idea. It's basically taking what Microsoft is already doing, which is where they put the, uh, what I think, what looks to be the weather widget, which opens up the entire widget menu. Yeah. Um, if, if you were able to pin a widget uh, and have it open up in a small window, just kind of like you currently do with your taskbar items when you hover over them, uh, and let that be the widget that sits there throughout your day. So if you have something like a Spotify, or if you want to check an email really quickly, or it's an individual widget that will sit to the left of your screen that you can hover over and get automated, you know, uh, quickly in real time news and information uh, that's pertinent to, to whatever your workflow is. So uh, I think there's the clock one as well, uh, which would let you see like world clocks. things like that. It's a great concept, I think. And, you know, again, because it's a great concept, Microsoft's not going to do it, at least not for the next <laughs> five yeah. years or so. But, uh, Hopefully, you know, it, they have all the parts in place to do this currently. All they have to do, what I think what they have to do, is just kind of, in, you know, tweak the engineering so that it's, you know, viable for us. And I think it would be very useful for the people who would like an at glance, more added at glance information than what the current uh, column of widgets kind of uh, show right now. And that is a that is a good segue into our poll because we asked you guys about uh, your favorite feature in this Windows 11 build and also two other questions. But let's go back to Halo Infinite for a bit. We asked you guys, have you tried the Halo Infinite campaign yet? And we had 12 votes, and the the top with top result was no. I am not a Halo fan. Well, 41.7% of people said no, they're not a Halo fan. But 33% of people said, no, not yet, but I will. And 25% of people said, yes, I did, and it is amazing. Yeah, I think uh, I, I don't want to say the Master Chief has, has missed his audience. I just think uh, maybe people are waiting to get an Xbox Series X to play the game or something like that. No. <laughs> uh, and our second question, we asked you guys, how often do you use Notepad in Windows 11? And we gave a shout out to Mary Jo Fowley, of course. And this one had 31 votes and 51% of people said occasionally, 19.4% of people said never, and 29% of people said all the time. I wonder how of those of those many votes, how many were just Mary Joe clicking repeat? <laughs> she probably voted from her burner accounts, right? Well, see, the, uh, yeah. What the question is though is, does she enjoy it? Like, I know she it's new and it's there, and she uses it all the time. But is she going to be like, I'm glad they made these specific changes? Because to me, <laughs> it doesn't look like much has changed. Like, I'm glad yeah. that you know it's it's got the dark theme and they're at the corners. But aside from that, I'm hoping they kept much of the functionality the same. So. I hope she's enjoying it right now somewhere. 
And we're also getting to our third third and final question here. We asked you guys, favorite feature in the latest Windows 11 dev channel build? And there were four options, uh, voice access, spotlight wallpapers, widget location changes, and language input flyout, which we totally forgot to mention, but it's basically just a new uh, fluent design and mica effect uh, language ch change uh, changer in the taskbar. And of these options, the number one choice was the spotlight wallpapers because 46.7% of people picked that. And number two was uh, widget location changes at 26%. Number three was voice access at 20%. And the last one was the language input flyout at 6%. Yeah, I mean, that all tracks, I think. The, the wallpaper is the most useful uh, utility that's come with this update. I mean, unfortunately, until we can start kind of selecting our own widgets and, and kind of yeah. prioritizing prioritizing that, I don't think the widget uh, functionality is going to take off as Microsoft wants it to. So they've got to do two things. They've got to either let us pick the specific widgets that we want and, and provide more uh, first-party ones uh, that you know people can uh, make use of, or they've got to start letting developers tie in somehow through the API so that uh, we, we can get more use out of that section. And that's it. Thanks to everyone who voted in our polls. Look out for our polls on Fridays because we love to hear what you guys think. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to be moving on to is this our rapid. Fast, our fast yeah. recap, which we haven't done in, I think, probably three or four weeks now. So we might be a little rusty. I know this could take us half an hour. I'm just going <laughs> to take us that long. Uh, give us the usual <laughs> 10 minutes on here, and I'll let you lead off with Google bringing Android Play Store games to Windows PCs in 2022. What? Okay, so this is an unofficial partnership uh, or an unofficial, I guess, work relationship where they're just going to bring their own uh, Google App Store or app to the store, which allow uh, gamers to play some Android games, which I'm looking forward to because there are a ton of Marvel games on Android that I can't get anywhere else. So uh, we'll get more details on how this or how the specifics work on this, I'm assuming, in, in the upcoming year. But for those of you who uh, you know have an Android device, play some of your games and are trying to find workarounds through, I think, uh, is it BlueStacks or uh, whatever, uh, it looks like uh, Google's at least heard you on that front. And maybe this will be the entry point for more Google Play stuff to just show up in the Microsoft Store. And our second topic is Windows 11 crippling and slowing down NVMe SSD speeds. This is something that it's either you experience it or you don't, but a lot of people have gone to the Feedback Hub and also Reddit and Twitter and other points of uh, social media to complain about how Windows 11 handles S NVMe SSD speeds slower than Windows 10. And apparently it could be linked to uh, drivers and a generic driver that Windows 11 is using. But uh, Microsoft has issued a fix in the latest uh, Windows 11 preview build. I think it's called KB500-7262. If you go to Windows Update on regular Windows 11 and you check for updates, this preview will show up. So if you're having problems with SSD speeds, install this preview and check it to see if uh, it makes your drives perform faster. Yeah, it's interesting. As you said, for those of you who will experience it and those of you who won't, uh, Microsoft is legendarily known to use slow SSDs on Surface devices. So uh, Surface users probably aren't experiencing much of this uh, when it comes to Windows 11. But for anybody who's maybe using a Dell or an HP or even a Lenovo, uh, you might be noticing it and going, you know, it's taking me longer to 
you know, upload and download or pull from a specific thing. So uh, as you said, uh, either visit our site or go straight to the link that is provided to uh, get the driver updates. Uh, next, we have Microsoft uh, offering pirated Office users uh, half off a Microsoft 365 <laughs> subscription. So please stop stealing from us is what they're saying. Um, <laughs> per the report, one user uh, with the pirated version of Office 2019 noticed a banner at the top of the app uh, under the Office ribbon. The banner mentioned that the user could save up to 50% on a genuine Microsoft 365 subscription uh, where they're being linked to a quote-unquote learn more section. Uh, I don't think the link is going to send you to the FBI or the police. So it's interesting that Microsoft knows about pirated uh, software, but will offer a 50% discount to keep people still using it. I, I think it's the best play that they have at the moment. Um, you know, I doubt that a lot of people are going to take the, take that opportunity, but for the few who do, that's just more money in their pocket, I guess. And I'll let you get off to uh, Surface Duo 2 because I know that you have the original Surface Duo now, but there's also some news for Surface Duo 2 users. Yes, the Surface Duo 2 came up with an update, I believe, this week. Uh, and our buddy Shane actually goes over uh, in his video, uh, I think it's in Scary if Literal, uh, his, on his webpage or his YouTube channel. And he goes over each individual up, uh, update that's coming in. Uh, so you can go there to see to to get a visual to get a walkthrough of it, but we'll kind of give you just the bullet points uh, in this update for those of you with Surface Duo Two. It says it addresses scenarios outlined in the Android Security Bulletin. So Android Security updates are coming with this one as well. Uh, it's supposed to pr improve uh, system reliability, stability, uh, which he does note uh, in his video that it does. Uh, it moves faster. Uh, it brought animations. I believe in the Surface the original Surface Duo. To launched, people were complaining that you know things just kind of popped up on the screen, and it didn't have that same fluidity or, or walk the user through any of that stuff. So animations are bad. Improved camera usability. Um, he says that it's eh, iffy on that. It can be improved in some stuff. Uh, improves touch responsiveness. He gives it a thumb both, you know, two thumbs up on that. So you know uh, it's improved that a lot. Improves support for the uh, LDAC and the Bluetooth devices. So. Uh, I believe it's SoundCloud is some of the pairs that he actually uses, uh, and it improves the range for that. So for those of you who had uh, uh, Bluetooth earphones or headphones that were connected to your Duo and would lose uh, uh, lose connection if you walked for a uh, further distance, that has now been fixed. Uh, 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 reliability in the Android Auto experience, uh, he doesn't really mention that, and I don't know how that would be improved. But I do know that Android Auto has gotten a lot of improvements for Bluetooth connectivity over the last month and a half. And then there's some new features, uh, which is launching a OneNote when clicking at the top of the Surface uh, SlimPin. Uh, so you know it's gotten some improvements for that. So I believe SlimPin 2, when it launched, you could draw, you can draw and write on it, but it didn't really have any kind of additional functionality. It seems like they've addressed that and made it more of a first-party piece of uh, accessory. Uh, to enable the software dual features uh, in the settings to choose from default screens when folded. So, uh, again, I believe it's more uh, along the lines of the Surface Duo 1. When you would flip over the device, you could choose to tap on the back of the screen or the, or the front of the screen in order to highlight which screen you want to use at the time. When the Surface Duo 2 launched, it was only the right screen that was hard-coded in there. seems like they fixed that. And the last thing is that they enabled Surface Duo features and settings to uh, allow people to choose a preference for answering phone calls when folded. And I believe, that, again, that goes back to being able to choose which side of the device uh, you're going to in, uh, engage with on which side of the screen. So all in all, uh, it seems like this update, December update, has brought uh, fixed a lot uh, for the Duo. And I believe the Duo 2 has gotten a lot of fixes already since launch. So 
Um, if you are hesitant about getting your servers to O2, you know, maybe uh, after this update, you won't be. And that's all good news. But what about people who have the original duo, like me and you right here? We got nothing, uh, but, bad we got news. nothing but bad news because I was trying to update Microsoft Launcher, and the thing was like, "Oh, this is no longer compatible with your device." I'm like, "Why? What do you mean? This yeah. is how this is how you power the damn thing. Why isn't why isn't it compatible?" Yeah, I mean, we got a heads up that they were going to be discontinuing uh, Microsoft Launcher. Uh, I believe again before the pitchforks and. And you know, tar and feather come out. Microsoft's uh, idea, I believe, is to have it as its own system now. Uh, so when you get updates uh, or, or OTA updates, they will now be addressing uh, fixes in the Microsoft Launcher. They will no longer be getting pushed to the Play Store at you know regular clips. So um, I mean, it's a good and a bad thing. Like for anybody with the Surface Duo One, you're going to have to wait a much longer to see improvements in the launcher. But when big things like Android 11 come out, or if they, you know, want to push one specific feature, uh, Microsoft will be able to do that over the year through their own system versus going through the Play Store. Uh, and to that note, uh, you know, Shane and I were talking. We were also kind of triangulating with Zach. And we believe that if it isn't by next Tuesday, I think, or next Wednesday, at least the seventeenth, as they're saying, if there's no update by the seventeenth, that we can all just take the rest of the year off and wait for the. <laughs> Uh, supposed Android 11 update. I know that they said by the end of the year, they're really pushing that whole phrase. Uh, they will have about two and a half weeks. Uh, hopefully they can keep their word because they've already pushed it back since uh, the summer. But if again, if it's not here by the 17th, close up your duo, come back next year. And that's it. I think we hit our 10 minute goal. So kudos to us, even though we're a bit rusty. Yeah, I hope you guys, wasn't too boring for you guys. Uh, with that awesome being said, we can start talking about our week ahead. And in the week ahead, I'm planning to write about Windows 11 and Microsoft Edge. I'm planning to tell you guys about how you could get the most out of productivity in Windows 11. There's a bunch of things that I am planning to talk about, including uh, Snap Assist, uh, using Shift plus F10, uh, changing your display scaling, using voice typing, uh, battery saver. There's a whole list of things that I will get to to help you stay productive. Uh, stay, uh, product. Stay very productive, productive on Windows 11. See, I tied my tongue there for a bit. <laughs> uh, you have listed here Edge on Chrome. Yeah, that's also something that I'm planning to write about. Uh, you know how Chrome OS works with uh with what is it Linux apps? Well, yeah. Edge is now officially on Linux. So if you install the Linux subsystem on a Chromebook, say like on not cheap Chromebooks, but more higher-end ones like the like the Pixelbook Go or the original Pixelbook or even the Pixel Slate tablet, you'll have the access to installing Google uh, Microsoft Edge on Chrome OS. So if you want to use a Chromebook and be a Microsoft person, that's one way to do it. I'm sure Google's going to find a way to shut that down, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, yours is all software. I got a ton of hardware, so... Uh, I just wrote about the Surface Laptop Studio, so if you have any interest in reading uh, one late review, please enjoy. Uh, I wrote about the Surface Pro 8 as well, but I now have some very powerful Lenovo's to write about. I believe the X1 uh, Extreme 4th uh, Gen. I have the P15 as well, uh, the P1 Extreme as well. Um, I also have the AR uh, goggles that Lenovo sent over to kind of write about. 
uh, and some other like in and odds accessories. Uh, I also got Microsoft's um, uh, adapt, uh, adaptive adaptive kit to write about, and kind of uh, been testing that, putting stickers everywhere and, and dongles everywhere to kind of help myself out. Uh, I know I am not the target audience, but I do want to at least let people know uh, if you're going to be buying these as stocking stuffers because this is probably the cheapest service label device thing that you can get in Microsoft's uh, catalog. I believe <laughs> it's like 14 bucks. So right. you can buy like six or seven of those and give them to your family members uh, who may be uh, uh, hard of uh, hearing or seeing or have any of those other accessibility uh, concerns. Uh, and I believe that's going to be it. Uh, I will also be playing with my Duo because I recently bought a cheap one off of eBay. So uh, maybe I'll, I'll add some thoughts about that. And again, try and get it back with our friend uh, um, Shane about Service Duo information. And that's it. I think that is everything we wanted to get to in this episode. And I'll let you do our traditional outro. Yeah, we hopefully did it with saving you guys some time. You guys can go and enjoy your weekends. Uh, you can find me at Mindhead1 on Twitter. Uh, that's the other place I really reside. Um, where can people find you? Avac Jern. Yes, also on Twitter. And, for, uh, and if you're still on Twitter and you want to get the latest news, updates, uh, giveaways, check out the polls or anything like that, you can go to On Microsoft. Uh, that's a Twitter page. Uh, you can also visit our Pinterest page if you are a fan of Lorenz Review. Um, we also have Brad who kind of uh, manages that section and it's all about gaming. So, uh, and then I'm trying to build up our Instagram. Uh, let us let me know what kind of other additional content you'd like to see on that. Um, so we'll try and be all the places that you might need us. And for those of you who are uh, watching this, you can also listen to it. Uh, you don't always have to see our faces. We are on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, and all the other places that you can get a podcast. And remember that we will be uh, have an episode next week. And then after that, we're taking a two-week break for the Christmas uh, and the New Year. So next week, we'll have an episode and then another two weeks off. And then we'll ba we're back in 2022 for another awesome season. Yeah, we're going to be hopefully having more interviews and more additional content. Maybe we'll even do a live stream or something uh, in the future. Uh, maybe one of the Microsoft events or announcements. So we're going to try and fix it up and make it uh, an enjoyable season upcoming. So with that being said, you guys enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your holiday season if we don't hear from you guys. And we will talk to you again soon. We need to do a duo shake-off now that you have one, too. Yes. So you're going to do like a duo high do a high five. There we yes. go. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get some skins on this thing. But yeah, it's right. so amazing. You guys should get a duo. Just do it at um, your box. <laughs> All right, everyone. Take care.